Que le den cumbia a la gente Con eso es suficiente Brilla y dale por la de repente Que le den cumbia a la gente Un poquito de aguardiente para sacar las cargas de la mente Que le den cumbia a la gente Hasta en otro continente Que me lo baile como pariente Que le Welcome everybody, bienvenidos a Strictly Football and we are back live and direct for season 6 with your Strictly Football cast and we're going to start off this episode by introducing everybody once again for the new season and see how we've all been doing and we've been on this break, long deserved break but I think we're back re-energized like the Energizer Bunny and we're going to go Go, go. How are you guys, man? <laughs> Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. I just got off of playing football myself. So but let's, let's just say it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about today. So, just, but, you know, it's, it's important to just get the body out there, you know. Hey, you got to stay in shape, dude. And that's all that counts, man. Got to get in a little as much as you can. It doesn't get easier with our age. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm in shape, but you know, hey, you're in better shape. I'm out there. I'm out there, though. (laughs) All right, man. Irvin, how are you, brother? I'm good, chilling over the past couple weeks. Um, For those who don't recognize me, you know, I got to change a look already. That's how how long it's been. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new season, new look, dude. That's good, man. That's good, man. Exactly. Exactly. You should dye your hair, dude. Dye it blonde. Yeah, I don't know. Go, go, I don't, go, I don't go, know go. if I want to damage my hair even more. Now. Red, 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 white, and, and green, dude. Just do the Mexican play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, and now the last member, El Majimbu. <laughs> What's up, guys? Man, how is uh feeling? Good, man. Feeling good. Uh, feel refreshed. Feels good to be back. Uh, man, you know, it's just. Ready to kick off this this new season with with more soccer. I'm thinking I'm thinking that background. What where where are you supposed to be? Are you like in just like a uh, random hotel lobby or? I'm I'm in TJ right now, boys. Nice. This is the <laughs> this nice. is the that's Hong Kong, <laughs> Hong Kong. <laughs> the, the lobby. The, this is the lo- this is the penthouse that that we. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. This is this is the new home. Dope man. Yeah. All right, guys. How, so, how, are you, how are you, Sam? Oh me? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I always forget myself, man. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm tired, dude. I'm just exhausted. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're ending the season at our work where it's like completely busy. You know, summer's coming to an end. So yeah. That means everybody that's rushing to get everything done before any rain comes, like painting, like dudes building houses, like all these companies just fixing roads. You know, they're all just rushing and rushing to, to like, get everything done, dude. And it's so crazy. Like, over here where I live, there's, like, a lot of open land. Yeah. And the biggest story that's happened where people... I don't understand where people's mentality comes from, but they're building an overpass, like, from one side of the freeway to the other for people to walk. And then they're doing another one for cars. And apparently they hit a part where they hadn't noticed that they're um, building in the habitat of eagles. Nice. So they had to like postpone the whole thing, and then some people were like, "Man, just get those damn birds out of there!" And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy." And, and then, oh I'm like, "Dude, it's it's crazy. Just like the mentality that people have." And then some people are like, "Save the birds, don't do it." And like others, are like, "Man, get rid of those damn pigeons. Let's get this going." And I'm like, "Fuck." But yeah, dude, that's what I'm doing with my job. I'm like people fighting for stuff like that and then postpone jobs. By the way, for those that don't know, I work in sanitation, so I do like portal portable toilets. So wherever there's construction, I, I sell the toilet to the companies. So that's why I, I'm finding out this breaking news everywhere of like habitats getting <laughs> destroyed. So yeah. so yeah. But yeah, man. Like- that that's how I'm doing. Just tired. Yeah, sounds sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot. Well, hey man, thanks for coming. Thanks for making it here. Thanks for all of you to come back and you know get this get this going. The the, the seasons have started. Well, the English Premier League has started, which kind of feels like the beginning of like football starting. Kind of weirdly enough, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, we also have the Women's World Cup, I think, coming to an end as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But we are going to start off with what we usually start off with. So no change here, which is the Tarjeta Roja of the Week. It's back. It's back. It's back. It's back. It's back. Uh, Okay. What do do y'all think? Do y'all have anybody or anything? And for folks that don't know, just a brief, and even give you a little bit more of a buffer, is Tarjeta Roja is just somebody that just kind of fucked up or something that just fucked up throughout the week or messed up. Uh, it could be funny. It could be serious. It could be whatever is it that we do. But essentially, the Tarjeta Roja gets them ejected out of this game. So, hmm. yeah. All right. Who's going to go first? Um, dang. No, let's not all talk at once. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think uh-huh. I think I think I'll go first and I'll just say I think my tarjeta roja I'm gonna Uno reverse to the referee at the Manchester United game versus Wolves. And um if you guys didn't see at the last minute Andre Onana comes out from a corner kick, I'm pretty sure, or a cross. Yeah. And he clearly fouls the person, the Wolves player, I forget who it was, that was going to head her the ball. Clearly fouls them. They go to VAR, no penalty, no nothing. And the call, like, gets, like, yeah, they don't get a pen, and Manchester United win the game 1-0. And if you see the game, Manchester United weren't playing good at all. Uh, it looks like Chelsea got a got a steal for Mason Mount for Manchester United. Um but yeah, and if you guys didn't see, I think I saw today or yesterday, uh, the referee actually got like discharged or something like that. He already got like, they already like fired him or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's who my tarjeta roja goes to. I feel like that game should have been a tie or if they would have scored the penalty. But yeah, well, yeah, at least give it a chance, right? Yeah, at least give it a chance. Dude, that, that's crazy. I saw that, dude. Like I saw the dudes that were reporting it. It's come to my attention, lads, that these refs have just been let go after the yeah. Manchester United game, and I'm like, "Whoa, what happened?" But ah, dude, that was like a that was like a haymaker. Jesus <laughs> Christ, he like winded that thing up and almost killed the dude. She hit him with the Roman Reigns Superman punch. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. That's insane, dude. I I don't know, man. But all right, what you got, Jose? Um, you know what? Let, let's give it to Bayern Munich this week, man. <laughs> um, and I mean, I mean, credit to Leipzig for going out there and play, but Bayern Munich, man, it's a three-zero loss. Like you, I literally have no competition in that league with the teams that are there. Um, but that that display and then like bringing in Harry Kane, I, I don't know if Harry Kane's just bad juju for any team he plays for. Like maybe once he leaves England, England wins like the Euro uh, or the World Cup. But that that display that they showed on on like the first official game of the season for them was um, it did not look like Bayern Munich, even though they did they, and they got a lot of good signings too. So that team is still pretty. St- Dak for what it's worth, but yeah, you know, come on, you shouldn't be losing three zero, um, on your first game. So for sure, I, yeah, I I think for me the tarjeta roja of the week for me, I gotta give it to my guy Pep. He was kind of acting a little crazy this weekend at the, at the, on the sidelines. He was when he was screaming at Holland at halftime. I'm like, dog, come on! He just scored fucking two goals. Dude. What are you doing? Like, it's just I don't know. There's a part of me that like I want to believe that he's just like in trying to inspire the rest of the team, but I don't know. It just seemed a little a, a little too like performative for me, you know. So I'm like, you're you're up, dude, <laughs> against against a newly promoted team. Like, take a chill pill, dude. No, and and then sorry, just to add to that, like in today's celebration, like he's out here like giving a kiss to Holland, like on the cheek. Yeah, dude, I'm like <laughs> in front of the on, camera. Dude. Like, dude, this is why Slatan said what he said, dude. <laughs> this, is why, this is why he said what he said. That you're oh, insane. You're, you're, I didn't even see that, dude. I didn't even see that. But I'm not surprised to hear that. Man, the showman. Showman. Showmanship. So, okay. My, my tarjeta roja, and, you know, I was, I had three options, and then two of them are gone, so I'm just going to go with my last option. Uh, 
I'm going to give it to the to the United States women's coach that just like abandoned ship after like all the all the all the criticism he took. You know, uh, the, the, they did a bad World Cup, and he just like couldn't take the pressure. Like, dude, it happens, man. Like, you can't think that you're going to go freaking five years winning in a row. Ridiculous. And he just couldn't get that team under control, celebrating ties. So I'm just going to give it to him, dude. You, you know, give me that chance, and I could have took I could have took this to a different level, my guy. All right. You know, yeah. we, we could have called me BJ Callahan, but I would have just made it out there, dude. So that's who it goes to for me, dude. Um, too much pressure for the guy. He couldn't handle it. Time to bring back one of the the past coach. Maybe they know how to handle the 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 pressure they got in that locker room. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a lot. Yeah, that's that's funny. I mean, he just I'm fucking out of here. Um. Okay. Well, on the same line of someone said, "Get I'm getting the fuck out of here." Uh, we're gonna fly away to Saudi Arabia, where everyone seems to be going nowadays. These. Contracts are getting a little crazy. So the latest one, which I think I got it. I got it before I even throw this to y'all. Like I know that I've been, I've been on, I've been on here and I've said that this is going to be the Chinese league. And I think the Neymar signing, I think that's a, I think that's a game changer. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I like, yeah. So Neymar Targilal. The question is, is it a wasted career? Which I see a lot of people online saying that he's wasted his career. Or, you know, people are going to be like, oh, people online are like, you know, oh, the player that could have been and blah, 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 blah. And so then, you know, so after you tackle, is it a wasted career? I would I would push you to think about what do you think his legacy will be? I mean, do you think he's done after this or <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I foresee no. him actually going back to, to Brazil still, and he could possibly still win a Libertadores if he goes back, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you never know, dude. I mean, Ronaldinho did it, like, after he did the world tour after Mexico and everything, mm-hmm. I think he still went back to Brazil and, and managed to win one, dude. So, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, like, I think there's a lot of criticism to this guy, but this guy has also been through a lot, dude. I mean, the guy almost went paralyzed after a World Cup. The the dude, you know, he's he's been he's been kind of like under a lot of like big shadows, dude, and like people just like are quick to judge him for things like that, you know, mm-hmm. without getting to know him. Like, I don't hate him or like him. I'm like neutral about him, but I just, you know what? Like I've I've said for any of these players, dude, if this money comes along, dude, and you know, you're in a team where you're not wanted anymore, dude. Take the bag, dude. <laughs> you you already won trophies, dude. He's won it. He what? He won the Olympics. He's won Champions Leagues. Like he's done a lot, dude. It's like he hasn't done anything. So yeah. let him let him get his let him get his money, dude. And he'll he'll well, well he'll still come back, dude. He's not like forty years old, so he's still got time. <laughs> <laughs> What are your thoughts? What's that? How are you doing? From Look. a sorry, uh, from uh, a go, go, go. football career, yes, it's a wasted career. You're supposed to be a Ballon d'Or winner. Like that's who Neymar had. I mean, till this day, his move to PSG is still the world's most expensive transfer. Mm-hmm. Just to keep it into terms of what it is, um, but he was supposed to be that next guy. He was supposed to be if there was a three-headed monster running Europe. He was supposed to be right there next to Messi, next to Ronaldo, um, because he had the. Ta- I mean, he has the talent, um, but I think it, it also has to do with a lot of discipline. Too. Like it just, like I don't think Neymar is the most disciplined player, or doesn't have the same discipline and ambitions that you know Messi or Ronaldo um, have. So when you don't have that, you know, it's like there's kind of like a the top is is a lot, you know, closer to the bottom if if you want to succeed. So it's like I think it is a wasted career, 
because you could have still been out there. And I think reports came out today now that he signed and everything and all the crazy stuff that they're giving him that he did offer himself to some Euro, like some teams in Europe that were going to play Champions League and nobody wanted him. Like mm. nobody wanted that liability of is Neymar, you know. So the move, financial perspective, this man is set for life. His kids set for life. His kids' kids might be set for life. Um, but hey, you know, at the same time, like not every footballer may have the same ambition to be the best. And I think for him, I think he he did feel short in Europe. And sure, he could go back to Brazil. He could go to MLS. Uh, but I don't, you know, I think in terms of skills and in football, Europe Europe should be the standard. And, and I don't think, you know, he'll, he'll find his way back. Um, but I might be wrong. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Edwin? Well, first, I'm going to go out and say that I was a... I was the number, the only supporter in this in this podcast of the Saudi Arabian League. Still are, still are. First point. That's so that's number one for me. So for me, I think you're right with saying that this Neymar transfer changes the game for the Saudi Arabian League. I think in terms of what kind of league they're becoming and the identity they're building for themselves. But you know, I, I was yeah. So. Just for the Saudi Arabian League, that's a good move for them. And I think as long as Neymar plays and there are other players play, all the players that just moved to the Saudi Arabian League, it should be a good league. Um, for Neymar, uh, see, I, I don't want to say it's a wasted career because he's won a lot of trophies. And, I mean, he's won leagues. He's won the Champions League. He could have won more. I, you know, he had – he made it to a final with PSG. Uh, um I don't want. I don't want to say it's a wasted career, but then again, like I think the only thing that has let him down over the past couple of years since he's been at PSG is just he doesn't play. <laughs> he he's injured all the time. Um, he sometimes just doesn't show up to the games. You know, he has his yearly sister's birthday party that he attends that he misses games for. I mean. I think that's the only thing that I guess sets him apart from everybody else. Like, you know, he was supposed to be the next, uh, the next Messi or Ronaldo. He's supposed to like follow them up. You know, he was, he was the third and he was the next in line. Um, I just feel like it's not over yet for him in Europe. That's my thing. It's not over yet. This contract is only a two year contract. He's only 30, 31. Um, he's going to be 33 once he once he leaves the Saudi Arabian League, if he leaves. So I feel like he still has like at least two to three more years in Europe that he could have. And then he goes to Brazil or MLS or wherever he wants to go and he gets it done again. So is he going to is he going to win a Ballon d'Or or, you know, individual achievements like he once could have? I don't think so. But I wouldn't say it's a wasted career. I just it's like a, a letdown kind of like a, of what could have been, I guess. Right. But he's done great things, and he's a great player, and we know the potential he, he once had. But, yeah, I think I think the legacy is going to be that he's a player that what, – what could have been? He's a player that what could have been because he had the talent to do it. Hmm. So let me ask you guys. You guys think Neymar going over there makes that league like like a better league to go – like it's a better league now with Neymar? Or – yeah, I do. I think it. I think it just brings more eyes to that league. Well, I mean, of course, because I mean he's a popular player. But are, are, are we like I'm talking about? Like, are you guys saying that it's gonna be a great? It's a football like a good football league to go to now because Neymar went. Yeah, um, and even even before, or I guess. To put it into perspective now, and maybe this was already ongoing before the Neymar move, like here in the U.S., like the zone is trying to find a way to get the TV rights so that us here in the U.S. can watch that league. I mean, yeah, but so, so, I mean, I mean, football wise, now you guys think that the league is now good because Neymar, that's what I'm asking. 
Mm-hmm. Well, no, because one player doesn't change the whole the way a whole league plays. But you, what you what you are seeing though is like if I compare it to the MLS, is you're seeing a player like Messi of great influence come, and that has made like I I looked at the highlights of the last Messi game or the last Inter game, like it has over a million views. So yeah. like that's you put that last year, yeah. that's not getting more than like. 100,000 views, maybe, maybe if that, you know what I'm saying? Like 40,000 views. So the fact that there's over a million people watching just the highlights, yeah, I think like you're just putting more eyes on it. So that's why I say it's a game changer, at least for me, for Neymar to be there. Because Neymar, out of all the players that have gone there, is the one that I think, kind of to Edwin's point, is the younger one. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he is the one that still has a little bit more juice in the tank. Now, whether he's actually going to use that juice, that's a whole separate conversation, which is to Jose's point, you know, because he is a little, he is undisciplined. Um, and his team just kind of doesn't seem to be real with him. At least that's been my perception of it. But I, I also, I have a crazy stat. So basically I saw today on Twitter that, the Messi announcement on Twitter got 17 million like views or or like what is it like and like uh like shares or like it's like retweets. uh yeah not retweets it was like uh interactions like mm-hmm. 17 million interaction and the Neymar announcement got 300 million views yeah so so you're, so, you're, so this so this is going to be my point so I finish your thought, ahead. and then I'm gonna go after you. So, I mean, okay. <laughs> so look, you have to compare. Like, Messi is getting that amount for football views. Neymar is getting that amount plus more. He's also like more of outside of football figure. You know, it's not just in the football world. Neymar has more to cover than than Messi in the world. I'd argue Messi is a bigger, bigger no. name than yeah. Neymar. Than yeah, but you're, you're not, you're not, you're not understanding it though. Neymar is more popular, like, cause, like, like it's kind of like if I were say like David Beckham, like David Beckham was popular in football, but also like, you know, he would like do modeling and stuff like that, like outside, like with clothing brands and stuff like that. So he was a bigger. Like it's a brand, like a, yeah, a brand. Neymar is a huge brand, dude. That that doesn't that does that that's that's gonna happen regardless, dude. It, Messi's not a model, bro. Let's <laughs> be realistic. He's not a model. Neymar, he's always been a ladies' guy. He he goes out. He's about rocking the nice shoes, the clothes, <laughs> you know. So that that is never gonna surprise me one bit. And that, I mean. That, all I'm saying is, Messi. We're talking about arguably the be- the best player of all time. Yeah, and for his, for for us to say that he doesn't have an influence outside of football, or like as big as like a Neymar, I think it's a little like, like I feel like you ask anybody on the street what players do you know, the first names pop into your head: Ronaldo, Messi. Yes, but you're not understanding what I'm saying, dude. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Neymar, Neymar is the brand. But I feel like Messi has also, over the years, thanks to football, has built a name for himself. Just in and of itself, his name Messi. Right? Okay, I'm, I'm going to just name the elephant in the room. Messi's just not cool. That's what I'm Neymar is cool. Yes. So the big elephant in the room here is, is that one's more, more brandable. That's not to say that Messi's not a big name and is not a brand, because obviously he is. But... I think you. I think it's a different type of brand. Neymar brings a more sexy brand, more like a more like a Joga Bonito brand. If I had to equate him to somebody, it would be like Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho leaving uh, that Barcelona time. You know what I'm saying? Like if he were to make a move to Saudi Arabia during that time type of deal, uh, maybe even you know, maybe even a little after that, because um, that's kind of who he reminds me of in regards to his trajectory of his of his career. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with, with you, Edwin. I do think that Neymar actually is a bigger brand. And I think if I had to say it's, it's – for me, it's either him or Cristiano as the most influential football player of this generation. And the reason that I say that is because he's the kid that went viral. So he's like the first viral futbolero. Like Neymar. when – 
Neymar. Yeah. Everybody was talking about the kid with the mohawk in Brazil, doing the dances, doing the moves. Those clips, you look at them again. Like I was just, I was actually just recently looking at those clips. I'm like, this kid was fucking amazing. And on top of that, he he lived up to it. You know what I'm saying? Like he went to Barca and people were saying he's too small, he's too skinny. Sergio Ramos is going to break his leg and blah 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 blah. And you know what? He did it. And one thing that I'll say about Neymar, because Neymar is my guy, so one thing that I will say about him is we're saying that he doesn't want to be the best. The whole point that he went to PSG was so that he could he could get under under Messi's like wing, like under his shadow. And yet we crucify him for making that choice. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have easily stayed in that Barca team. And I just saw Luis Suarez interview where he was like, we told him you should just stay and you're going to become a Ballon d'Oro winner here. But that Ballon d'Oro wouldn't, would have came with a price. You know what I'm saying? It would have came with, well, yeah, you had Messi on your team. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. To me, like I look at Neymar and Neymar took a gamble and he took a gamble and, and he almost got it done with PSG and, and it didn't happen. But I think he still had, he arguably has played with one of the least talented Brazilian teams of all time. Yeah. I mean, they had Richarlison as the striker. <laughs> like, come on, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's, he's been able to carry a Brazil team that has not been good for a long time. And one could say maybe it's because of him, but I would argue that they're somewhat relevant because of him. Can you imagine if if Neymar would have been able to play in the squad that Robinho was in? Oh Jesus! Eh? I, I mean, come on, dude, man! It, it was you insane. had you had Cafu on your right side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have Danilo now. Still, like, come <laughs> on, dude. There's levels to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thiago Silva is still on the team. Like, come on, Neymar. Neymar has been dealt a bad hand with this Brazil's generation. So. I don't know. That, that's kind of my two cents on it. I don't think it's a wasted career. I think he, he gets flack for taking a gamble. Have you watched the documentary of Neymar? No. You no. should. You should watch it. It, 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 it. It'll answer that question that, that you're pointing out right there about, like, the views. Like, dude, Neymar has, like, a whole facility protecting him, like, like in his brand, like, what he is. Like a Twitter building just for Neymar, like in Brazil, it's pretty crazy. Like how how much they 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 made him into that person. So then you'll see like how how he became that person of the three hundred million. That, that that documentary though, I will say that I feel like it did hurt his image more than it did good though. You think so? He, yeah, to me, he's still like a child, kind of to the point of Jose. Like, he's kind of a child. Like he's kind of an undisciplined person, and you can kind of see that in the interview. Like in the documentary, it's like, oh, you're playing Call of Duty when you should be probably, <laughs> you know, like in training to get back into the field. But no, you're playing poker. So anyways, we're going to move this thing along. Yeah. Um, so the next piece of business is the. Uh, the what is it? The Leagues Cup. Leagues Cup. There you go. The Leagues Cup. Uh, the final is set. It's Miami versus Nashville. What are you guys' thoughts? Is it good? Is it good for the tournament? What are some pros and cons from this tournament? And then the last piece to kind of tackle is, is Messi too good, and is it making the league look bad? Hmm. I'll let mm. you guys go first. I don't know, man. This league's cup has been something. I'll, I'll say that. I think uh, for for as much as much as uh, people like to argue online, Twitter, you know, I feel like the Mexico teams have been at a disadvantage. Like, I think we can we can agree that not playing at home, having to travel these long flights across the country, you know, flights getting canceled. Like, you know, we we saw what happened to Leon twice, where they literally played a game. 12 hours apart because one of their flights got canceled. Like, I feel like just the Mexican teams have been at a disadvantage and I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about it. Does that mean that, does that excuse like that only that no team is in, no Mexican team is in the final or that only Monterrey was in the semifinals? I wouldn't say that, but I definitely think, I think that that's a point that should be brought up. So I think that's one of the cons and I feel like 
overall the least cup idea is a good idea i think it brings like just some good competition with the liga mekis and the mls but i feel like it just the execution needs to be a little better um and i think another another like just kind of thing that i feel like i've been bringing up in like our group chat is just the refereeing to these games have been just insane like the the calls that the calls that some Mexican teams haven't been getting or just in general, like the VAR, like reviewing things like has been oddly like been taking too long or they've been making odd decisions. And I think in some inter Miami games, there have been some weird like calls or weird, like non calls. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting, uh, a leagues cup. And to me, I feel like it's been set so that, Messi wins the League's Cup. I will be surprised if Inter Miami doesn't win the final against Nashville. Um, so that, uh, just saying for Nashville, Inter Miami, I think Inter Miami wins that game. And to me, it's, it's going to be a surprise if they don't. But something I seen on Twitter the other day was that, like, and now speaking to the point, is Messi too good? Yes, me- Messi is good. Messi is on a different level than all these MLS teams. And I can agree that he is and that he is, he is arguably one of the best players we've ever seen. But it's not his fault that I don't know if the MLS is doing something like it just with all the calls they've been getting for Inter Miami to the point where like they're making Messi like kind of look bad or Inter Miami look bad, you know, like to me, like, like I feel like in one game, Messi should have had a red card. There's some fouls that Messi got that shouldn't have been fouls. Like, it's just kind of weird. But that doesn't I don't like to me, that doesn't take away from the fact that Messi is good. And Messi's better than any team he's been coming up against right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, man. There's, there's, there's a lot of iffy stuff around this. But, you know, again, and if I will say this, it is the first time that this tournament is being held. So you're going to have your problems. Yeah. What do y'all think? Go ahead, Jose. You've been quiet. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, I mean, the Mexican teams in general were always supposed to be at a disadvantage. And that's just because there's only 17 Mexican teams to like 30 plus MLS teams. So that was already a given even before the tournament started. But it's also like the one the one thing like, I mean, all the conspiracies, call them conspiracies, call them sus calls. Uh, in favor of Messi or against Mexican teams, all that. Like, we, we could open a whole box of Pandora and I could go on for days just talking about that. But I guess just to summarize it shorter, to keep it short, the one thing that could have made this tournament, at least for me, feel more legitimate is to have a live draw where we get to see why that team is being put in that group. Or, like, why, uh, like, for example, like why America is playing in like the Midwest kind of thing. Like if you have a draw or even if the draw is rigged, I don't care. But just make the people believe that you actually like everything was randomized so that the groups and the round of knockouts, you know, turned out the way it did. Like that was that's that's like, I guess, the only con for me, because once you have that, everything else is at least to me just feels more legit but like at least like when it comes to like the groups like there's a group where like they had Querétaro Juarez on that same group like those two teams in Mexico like they're buns they're like dead last (laughs) so like how how do you how do you make it possible to have those two teams on the same group like the game they played against each other at the Austin Stadium, which is a really nice stadium and it's very close to the border, only had 208 paid fans. Crazy. Which is probably the family members and the training staff that can't be on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) 208 ticketed sales on a stadium that fits 20K. Like that, like I feel like that's to me, like the only thing about the League's Cup, you know, whoever wins it, the only thing... For the next time, for the next go around, I don't know if there'll be one next year because of the Copa America. But at the next go around, like at least like gather the the crowd and just have a live draft. 
to make the audience believe that, you know, or that what they're selling to us is actually legit. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, and if, if Messi, oh man, Messi's really, he's a really great player. He's being, he's being put on a pedestal right now. Cause he's just like, I don't know. Like it's just crazy how, how much of a difference he has made. But at the same time, it's not just him too. It's like, it's like, I mean, I mean, I was the first one in this, in this um, podcast to, Acknowledge that he Busquets, man. The role that that guy plays in that team, like that man's the orchestrator, man. Uh, Jordi Alba, like he's just, I mean, and this man's killing it on the left. Like it just feels like this guy's like twenty five. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> he's a nut. Like this man went from the whole like, team, really. Yeah. So it's like it, it's it's Messi, yes, because Messi's always going to get the the. The lights, Messi's always going to get the attention. But I think, you know, Inter Miami just looking to buy or, like, looking to get a, a good caliber player in each position from the top to the bottom, I think, has has made the team in general play a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, All right. good for them. Holy crap, what happened? You, what do you think, Sam? Um, I think you guys touched a lot of the... The, the topics that should be touched but um i i there's some some things that i disagree that you guys say you're at a disadvantage because the hell, hold on my computer's just going crazy right now um so i i i'm always hearing that league mx is is superior to the mls and i saw a lot of games where all the league mx teams shouldn't 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 like they lost their games or tied their games and they shouldn't even be for the skill level that we say they're in they shouldn't even be in that position to be tying or losing games or letting themselves get tied or anything like that whether they're at home or not dude so that's one thing that i'll just say yeah there's iffy calls but it's like you guys said it's the first time that this league has been gone but you know like the the last game that I saw Monterrey Monterrey dropped the ball. I mean, it wasn't there was there was two iffy calls per per team. You know, we don't know the pressure that the refs are under into. Who knows what they're like getting threatened with out there? We don't know that. You know, so I just feel like um maybe they'll they'll learn from this one and then the, in the next one if they ever do it again, they'll probably just probably have to change the ways because I'm sure that that they're they're getting a lot of complaints about it and they're actually taking it into consideration. You know? First time never is perfect for anything. But like, you know, you said that that Juarez game against um Querétaro. I isn't Juarez like close to the to the border in, in Texas? Mm-hmm. So don't you think that that's why they made that that game in in like Texas for Juarez? You know, they try to make it as close where they could get the most crowd from every team. I mean, the, I mean, I don't think people in Juarez can even make it to the U.S. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't, okay, we don't. Let me, let me cross real quick. Yeah. <laughs> My team is playing right now. Hey, then I'll come back. I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I'm not going to assume that, you know. I don't want to mm-hmm. put that out there, you know. But, um, you know, I'm, I, you know, if you if you got, like, America, I'm sure those guys have fans everywhere they go. I mean, it's the biggest team in Mexico. Yeah, it, you, you got Chivas. They, they'll have You're comparing them against Juarez, though. Yeah, so, I mean, they had to too, probably do, like, their best to make it to where they think they would get the most fans from, you know? Maybe a little kind of harsh way to put it that way if it's, like, close to the border. But I don't know, man. I, I just, you know. So, I, so, you're, so you're saying that you think the MLS did their part to set up the Mexican no, teams? they tried. I, I'm not saying they did. They They tried, huh? They tried. They, they tried. The, to, they tried to even it out. They try to make it to make it as as like close as possible for those teams that don't have fans. I mean, that would make sense to me if if that's the way I think of it. But I mean, you know, they they kind of messed up. They should have just put like freaking Austin FC in there and. That would have made it like a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know. I think the live draft thing would have really just yeah. would have just. I, I, I mean, think but, but look to answer uh-huh. that question of a live draft. Like, so you're saying like they had Querétaro Juarez. Like, what if they would have just had like all these groups just filled with Mexico, Mexico, Mexico teams 
and not have one MLS teams like if you're just drawing like that. But you know, you, that's no, I mean, that's, no, that's a part it, of the draft, though. Mm-hmm. That's the look of the draw. Yeah. So, so, so okay, you, you'd so, rather you'd rather see just like if it were to be all groups filled up with all the Mexican teams by the luck of the draw, that that'd be okay with you. That's kind of what happened though. Without the draw, all the all the good Mexican teams were on one side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. So that's what and ended I, up. That's what ended up happening, anyways. I think the the biggest thing is, is like you're they they just pinned them all together in one area. You know what I'm saying? So that that kind of messed up the the way this tournament kind of played out. You know. And, and I guess to, to your other point about like Austin and Juarez, um, Tijuana. There's a lot of more people in Tijuana that can cross over the border and see their teams play out here. But Tijuana, the was sent to the east <laughs> to play. They okay. weren't sent they weren't sent to LA to play. They were sent to the east and they had to play against Philadelphia Union. Like bro, they, they sent they sent Pumas to Canada, bruh. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, okay, so <laughs> let, let, let me let me let me ask yeah. you this. Where where did you want where did you want Pumas to be sent? I mean, come to the Bay Area, man. I know a lot but, of Pumas but, fans. But why, are. though? Yeah, but but you're not the only Pumas fan, though. So, no, I know. So Pumas, Pumas is from the DFA, no? So, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you're probably going to have... Uh, look. You're probably going to have more people have, from the West knowing Pumas than someone in Canada trying to go watch. You know. Exactly. But the, but, where, where do you think a person from the F is going to be in? In like, California, so, so that's where the thing. Like, almost like almost like one fifth of the Mexican population is at, or in Canada. Okay, so let me let me put how many other teams are from Del DF? Cruz Azul, America. America. There's three. Pumas. Pumas. Right. You want to just send them all to the to the Bay Area because this is where they're all gonna just recite. No. Okay, so what is it that you guys want then? Like, no, I mean, that, that's the thing. What, like, what do you want, my guy? Like, it's like it's it's not like, it's not it's not a draw based on demographics, you know. Yeah. It's and it's like to your point, like no, they wouldn't put the same like all Mexican teams in one group because it's just like a World Cup draw. Like the when you do the first round of like just picking up the balls, they don't pair two European teams together because they're more teams. Like they'll move on to the next one to make sure that it's evenly spread out across the board. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're just gonna like put fifty six teams into one pot and just start picking up. No, like you'd separate the pots. You keep going. One team, you know, every MLS team is gonna go first. Then M- every Mexican team is gonna go after, and then you whatever's left, you start spreading it out amongst the groups. It's not that hard. Got it. Like, there you go. Uh, he just, just fixed it right there, dude. I, I, and that's all we needed to see to make me believe that this tournament was legit. So see, you're saying so it's not the, legit. This is, this is the problem with this tournament. So this, this is so this is what I'll say. The con for me is that it does feel illegitimate. So it doesn't feel legit to me because it does feel orchestrated. There is potential for it to feel legitimate, but I think that they. I think that they saw that Messi was coming, and they're like, "We gotta, we gotta get this. We gotta get this." I'm sure that there's a documentary going to be coming out. I mark my words. This is just too good of a story for it to not go the way that it's going. Mm-hmm. So, and I think with that is one of the pros, which is that it's exposing the league to like the whole to the world, really, which I think is a pro. Um, and, and another pro is that you get to see Messi on a weekly basis and you get to see how great he is. You know what I'm saying? Like just the different level that he's at. But I think the con is this like th- this unfairness towards the Mexican teams. I know that you're saying that, you know, they tried Sam, but I can only put myself in the position of these players and of course it's limited. But I can't imagine being asked to interrupt my league to go to let me just use uh uh, Pumas, for an example, I'm having to travel. I'm assuming what that's like an eight hour flight, nine hour flight, or something like that from Mexico. Canada, yeah, with layovers, they're probably longer. With layovers, uh, it's all the way to Canada to go play. To go play, I'm away from my family. I don't even have that home base. I I don't I don't even have home fans. 
So I don't even have anything of my home. So you're not even getting a real like you're not even getting a real sample of what the Mexican teams can do. I think that's my biggest con with this. I know you said that Monterrey gave it away, but to me, I think the Mexican teams just gave up. Like they're just like we're not going to win this. Like this is we're just not. This is just this is not for us. Like that's what I saw out of the Monterrey game. The players didn't look as hungry as I think that they could have been. Um, and I think a big part of that is because these this tournament has been set up unfairly against them. So I don't know. That, that, so, this, that's just my thought. So, so if this was vice versa, how would you feel about it? I think it'd be great. So you you'd be okay that that the US, the MLS teams have to travel all around. And yes, then, and then for sure, and then the Mexican ones don't travel. A hundred percent. And then they, they they suffer. So that's what you guys want. A hundred percent. Mexico is much smaller, so you don't have this ridiculous flight that you're having to do. So yeah, I, I would. And plus, it's it's good. It's better for the MLS teams, anyways. They that's how they get better to leave to leave and play in different environments and go play at the volcano in in Tigres. People are at the stadiums because they want to see Messi. They're not cheering against you. That to me was one of the things that like was crazy against the Philadelphia Union. It was in Philadelphia Union Stadium and there were people there the whole stadium was cheering for Inter Miami. And whose fault that, is that though? I mean that's, that's not But that's what I'm saying like that, that's not the environment that is that, that that's just not the environment that I think that they should be going for. You want to go to a stadium like Tigres and for San Jose, can you imagine the San Jose earthquakes going to Tigres stadium and the Tigres fans just being fucking crazy with them? They've never even been exposed to that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's going to continue though. Didn't they do that in the, in the champions league, the CONCACAF one? I don't know. I've never seen San Jose play outside of San Jose. Because <laughs> we're not at that level, dude. That's why. I know, like, but that's how you get better, though. The the point that Ariel is making, I agree. And just another example that we saw was with Leon. They were sent to play to Canada in Vancouver. They played Vancouver. So, so Then their flight, their flight got canceled. They waited 14 hours in an airport, mm-hmm. flew to L.A., and played 12 hours later. Got it. Okay, so in, if we do this Leagues Cup, we have to send Vancouver all the way to the border of Mexico and Guatemala for the next game to make it even. Send them to the fucking Oaxaca. Dude. I mean, and then, I mean, and then after, so, after playing, so, after but, playing but LA, that, LA, this on, sounds like that's, they what, go to, what, that's what would make you guys happiest to see MLS suffer instead. That's what you're making it suffering, sound. though. It's, 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 it is it's, because you guys are, are, are upset at, about that. But what was the reason well, why Leon was in that situation? The, the the management mm-hmm. of who of Leon. Okay, so so how is that the MLS's fault that the management of Leon fucked up? Like, but it's still. But even though that could all still be true, and that could be true, right? Leon's management mishandled that, right? And that's an extreme case, for all we know. But that doesn't that doesn't eradicate this. Like that doesn't take away. The fact that these players had this long ass flight before a game, and they and they never were the home team. Like you don't even get then, that other energy source. And then after flying to LA, they got to fly to Utah to Salt Lake City to play Salt Lake City. Okay, but I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll leave that for another for another thing. Definitely an interesting conversation about how to make this tournament better, and to see if they're actually going to go ahead and do it again. I don't know if they are, but. A lot of things, you know, left on the table that I think are exciting, though. It's exciting to have this. I just hope that the Mexico teams don't like um, don't they don't get like, you know, resentful about the way they were treated. So that's my only concern. OK, uh, we're going to go into our game section. So I'm going to pass it off to you. Amy, and tell us what game we're playing and how we play and what this is looking like. All right. So for today's game is going to be simple. Um, we're going to do a, a small draft or yeah, a small draft. We can each pick five players, just pick them fast, I guess. Or, you know, we're, we're speeding through it. It's four of us here, 20 players, but the draft basically revolves around 
the latest players to move to Saudi Arabia. So just to give off some names, you got Neymar, you got Gante, you got Koulibaly, Henderson, Firmino, uh, if you guys remember Malcolm, you got uh, who, who else? Uh, Mendy, the goalie, you got uh, well, Bono hasn't moved yet. He's supposed to move. You know, all those players. Brozovic, you know, Mane, right? So you have all those pool of players to choose from and you pick five. So, I mean, the tough part, I guess, is going to be the goalie. And, yep, that's it. That's our draft. And I guess to decide draft order, I guess I'll just think of a number from 1 to 20 and then you guys can pick number and whichever one I'm thinking of close to, you guys can... That's how we'll do it. <laughs> okay, I'll pick 11. 10. From what? From what number to what number? 1 to 20. No. 1 to 20. 7. All right, so my number was 17. So, um, Ariel, it goes Ariel, then uh, my brother, then, then Sam. And okay. then, I, I don't mind sitting up. My first and my striker is going to be uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. The big dog. Uh, I'll go with Neymar. Got it. Okay. Um, I am. Wait, we could just pick anything, right? Yep. Any Saudi Arabian League player. Okay. I'm going to go with the goalie, Mendy. I'm going to go with Kante. I'll go with Kulabali. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's my turn? It's you. Okay, um, I'm going to go with Sean Maxim. In. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. Missed that one. Yeah. So, Erwin, you didn't go your first one. We just skipped you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I'm, I'm sitting out. I'm going to go, go with ahead. Brozovic. Oh. I'm, I'm the game host. <laughs> game, yeah. <laughs> um, go with Jordan Henderson. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Mars. Yep. Just, how many? Go how many is that? That's, I'm, I'm about to go on four. I'm on three. Okay. Right. I'm gonna go with uh, the big cat, Benzemakina. Ooh. Oh, nice. Uh for shits and giggles, I'm gonna go. With the guy that currently has more money than I'll ever have on his wrist, that just got a Rolex, Fabinho. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Laporte. Is he? Did he oh, transfer already, did or is it still a rumor? Is he? Did he not go? I think, it, I, I think it's still a rumor. Okay, so I gotta pick somebody else. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Verati. I don't know. Is he a rumor too? It's a rumor, then. Yeah. Damn it. Fabrizio um, Romano's already here, dude. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna go with Frank Kessi. Tampoco. Was he there? Yeah, he's there. Yeah, he's there. He's there. He's there. Yeah, yeah. He's there. Yeah. Uh, my goalie. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, <laughs> Dang, I'm gonna have to oh, go with man. fucking. Uh, oh I'm yeah. Gonna put, you, you I'm gonna put back here. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put uh, Milinkovic Savic. That's gonna be my goalie. <laughs> you should have put. Uh, you should have put. Um, don't say Ospina, it. Don't, uh, don't say it. There's another nah. one that just got transferred over there. A goalie? Yeah. I'm looking at the list uh, right now. What goalie is that? Um, the, uh, did it get no, confirmed? No, no, you didn't gotta tell me. You didn't gotta tell me. I mean, wait, nobody says Sadio Mane, right? No, no, no. no I'll go Sadio Mane and I'll put Fabinho as my goalie. Nice. <laughs> that man, dog it out. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. I need a defender. <laughs> um, let's put um. Let's put Nevis out there in in the defense. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Ruben Nevis. So that, that's it, right? That's that's the draft. 
Yes, sir. That's it. So can can each of you guys if go through your team just quickly so the viewers know your team and they can let us know okay. who had the better team. Okay, so I went with dude, I already forgot my my team, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I went with um I went with Mendy and then I went with Saint Maxim. I I did Mares and I also went with this guy, uh Ruben Nevis. And mm-hmm. um, Kessie. 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 There you go. Nice. My, my team was uh, uh, Cristiano, uh, Benzamakina, uh, Brozovic, Kante, and uh, the goalie was Milinkovic Savic. Yeah, so Fabinho is my goalie. Got Koulibaly, Henderson, and then Mane and Neymar on top. Wait a minute. You said Fabinho is your goalie? <laughs> He's got a Rolex on his hand, man. Dude, wow, you, didn't, you didn't. You didn't. So, so nobody. Wait, so who? Who was the other goalie that you? Were the the one about? from Sevilla, Bono, the the Moroccan goalie. He's it's not. Gonna, he's not there gonna, yet. Yeah, I thought there. he got confirmed today that he's just he's done. I don't, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah that, that all he has to do is like the medicals. Like he already like they. He's already more set than than set. Uh, and you didn't say Firmino. Yeah, nah, I've been Samakina and Cristiano. Nobody took Neymar. Nobody took Neymar. I, I took Neymar. We oh, took okay. Neymar. You took Neymar. Okay. All right. Well, let us know who had the be- who has the better team, um, and hopefully we'll see what more players the Saudi league takes from Europe. So. Yeah. Done. Thank you, Irving, for setting that up. Um, so we're coming up on time. What do, what do we think? Should we do the third headline or should we go into just the predictions? You want, to, go. You want, you want to do a breaking news too? What's your breaking news? That according <laughs> to this Deadline Day Live Insta account, that Inter Miami has been invited to participate in the next Copa Libertadores. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> it's like not, not, and, and look, and, and I think... I, I mean, we did go over on the League's Cup headline, but once like Messi made it to the semifinals, uh, there was already talks with like Conmebol and Concacaf saying that the people that they sent over to the Copa Libertadores were going to be the two teams that played the final of the League's mm. Cup. They said that so. to the Concacaf Champions League. So and that. And that too, geez. Okay, there's. I think they could go up to like six, six or seven teams to Libertadores. So not to. I mean, does this include um, Mexican teams too? In the Conca Champions, yeah, because they no Libertadores. Are they gonna invite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and I like. I don't think Messi. I don't think he goes back to Newell's and retires actually playing soccer. So this is the one opportunity while he's in the like American content continent to mm-hmm. actually play in South America. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, all right. What do you guys yeah. want? Yeah. Thanks for the breaking news. Um, let's go into the, Let's start wrapping this thing up. So uh, one of the last things, uh, so one of the new things that we're going to be introducing. um, So the last thing that we're going to be introducing to this new season is we're going to have an ongoing game called the Quinella. Um, Jose, can you explain to the audience what it is and how we play, what it's going to look like? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. So, <laughs> you know, I so, some of my dad's coworkers and people that I grew up with used to play a quiniela at their work. So every every week they would just like get a piece of paper and they would just like there'd be the games of the week and X amount of games, and they would choose you know whether one team would win, the other team would win, or if there would be a tie. For the most part, they would do Liga Mekki. So back then it would be like around eight nine games, and at the end of the week. Or, like, at the end, like, once the week was over, like, everybody would, like, pitch in. And at the end of the week, whoever got the most right game, like, game predictions would take the pool of money. So, for us to introduce it to this season, we're going to do something similar, yet different in some ways, where, like, we're not going to extend it to 
too many games or just center it around just one league, but we're actually going to expand it to all the football that we're going to get to see uh, across the world for, you know, the next weeks. Um, and so this is our first start. This is our first get-go. And I think the, the simplest way, so I'm just going to throw out the first game of the week or the first game that we should pay attention to since we're all going to be participating in this, which is going to be the League's Cup final, Miami versus Nashville. Yudvin, um, who do you think wins, Miami or Nashville? Miami. Miami. Sam, Miami or Nashville? Me? Oh, man, realistically? Dude, I think Nashville is going to not win this, so I think Miami's going to win. <laughs> Ariel, Miami or Nashville, who takes it? I'm going to go with Inter-Miami. All right. And I guess either we all get it wrong or we all get it right, because I'll, I'll choose Miami as well. I don't see it. It'll be surprising to see it otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so that's our first game. You know, the second game in the Quiniela, uh for this week, it's going to be Newcastle United, the team that's in first place right now against the reigning champions, Manchester City. What do you think the game's going to – who wins it, Irving? City, you – Newcastle, or you can also, I mean, the first game didn't have the option, but for this game, there is an option of a tie, too. Uh, I think it's going to be a tie. Okay. It's going to be a, a cagey match, I think. I, I like what I saw from Newcastle, so, yeah. I think it's a tie. I did? Uh, Man City wins. <laughs> yeah, Man City wins. This is where, where the Newcastle train stops. <laughs> well, let me really let going. me hop on my team train. It's gonna Newcastle's gonna win. Huh? It's like okay. the train only had one stop. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? This is this is the game that that we see that Newcastle is legit this season. So I'll go with Newcastle as well. Hmm. All right, so third, third game of Raikiniela for this week. Uh, I think the most exciting game that we have um, for the week, uh, Pumas versus Toluca. For those that don't this, know. This be the game changer because I don't know what's happening at all in, in, in this league. Ariel, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give it to you, man. You got you got the hot potato. Who, who wins or do you just... I'm going to trust my gut here, and I'm going to go with Pumas. How are they doing this season, by the way? Uh, We're fourth place. We're fourth place. Okay, okay. Where's Toluca at? They're like ninth. Okay. They're only a point behind, though. So Who's who's playing at home? Uh, Pumas. Okay. So Toluca wins for me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. So You don't got to ask me. You don't got to ask me. You know what? They're playing at noon in Mexico City with high degrees. I'm just going. Oh, no, 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 no. The game is uh, Friday. Oh, it's 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 uh, Friday at night. Oh, they moved the game. Look at that. All right, it's still a tie regardless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Classic Liga Mexico. Don't worry, guys. Pumas is going to. Wait, you're writing this down, right, Luis? Yeah, yeah I am writing it okay, down. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, um, yeah, Pumas is going to so, win. Four, fourth game in the Quiniela, uh, Everton versus Aston Villa. Ooh. I'm going to go with... See, y- y- y'all, ain't, y'all ain't putting enough uh, limelight on this game. This two really... They, these two teams have played all right the last weekend. They did. They did. They had good games. Well, not Aston Villa, though. They got smacked. No, up. but they, they got Diaby. I mean, the Abbey looks different. Yeah, I, I think Austin Villa is going to come back on this one. I, they're, they're, I think they're going to come in strong because of the ass whooping they got from my team, Newcastle. So yeah. they're and they also I heard they got a reinforcement straight from Argentina, Marcos Acuna, the left back. I don't oh, really? know if that's true. Mm. Supposedly, that's what, that's what they said. So yeah, there's another breaking news because I, I think um, I think is it Lucas Digne that that that's in Aston Villa, the left back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think he he's he's gonna le- leave to the Saudi league. So it's a more for sure thing that that Lucas Digne is going to the Saudi league. Okay, you hear it here first. All right, uh, I think uh, I think uh, Austin Villa wins. All right, Irving. 
Oh man, my gut's telling me Everton's gonna get his first three points of the season. But <laughs> <laughs> go for it, dude! Don't 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 hold back, man. You gotta believe in your team, man. I'll say they they played really well. I'm gonna say they went. I'm gonna say they went. They That's played good, really dude. well last That's weekend. That's good. Dude, they're inspired, dude. Like you know, this team could could be like they fighting. They dude. definitely should have came away with the point at least last last weekend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a tie. <laughs> 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 Both teams are buns. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fifth game: San Jose Earthquakes versus Vancouver Whitecaps. Are you playing in San Jose? No. Uh, no. Vancouver. In Vancouver. Mm-hmm. For me, it's going to be a tie. Tie. Uh, Vancouver. Oh boy. No faith, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zero faith. I think we've lost all faith. I lost all faith. (laughs) After the one dollar hot dogs, we've lost. Yeah, one dollar hot dogs, dude. That was can't do it anymore. That's it, man. All right, Um, Irving. Um, man, I want to say San Jose wins. I think you know. I think San Jose wins too. It's gonna be a one zero win. Watch. We need that one zero win. I mean, I don't think anybody said San Jose when you're the first one, dude. Um, I'll go Vancouver. Okay. I, I don't. No and faith. Final game of our Daniela for this week. Manchester United versus Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham. A tie for me. I think it's a tie. I think Tottenham's going to I agree. Yeah. It looks like it's... I agree it's a tie. It all depends if they play well, dude. I mean, if they play, they've been, and I think they got rid of the bad luck. So I think they're going to be doing a lot better now. And you know what? Man, use my team, so I can't, can't turn my back on them. No, man. You guys still have the king in the back. Um, so that's pretty much it for the week. Next week, when we check in again, we're going to tune in and we'll see who, who had the lowest score and who had the highest score and whoever had the lowest score may or may not have a punishment. So expect that. And feel free to play along with us and watch these, watch these battles that we're going to watch this weekend, (laughs) especially Pumas versus Toluca, San Jose versus Vancouver. Yeah. So we got, you know, we got some big games uh, coming up. Um, but yeah, that, so that's the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, make sure that you follow our socials, that you get involved in this conversation as well. Is Neymar's legacy ruined? Uh, is Messi too good? Um, so those conversations and, and um, our socials are strictly football twenty one. Uh, we are also streaming on Twitch. Trying to do that every week. Uh, come join us as well as we play FIFA together uh, and. Am I forgetting anything? No? Okay. Well, thank you for listening, and until the next episode. Thank you, everybody.